You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Then again, I can't say anything. I haven't been to the dentist in like <laughs> six years. Yeah, literally since like, Yo. I think, you know when it expires when you turn like 25 or 26? 20, Is it 23? I can't remember. Whenever it expired, like yeah. 23, whenever I was taking off my, my parents' uh, tuition, not tuition. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance. <laughs> Insurance. Yeah. Um, that was the last day I went. And Damn. Yeah, I know. I'm legit. Like at this point, I'm like, I gotta get my life back together. Yeah, and start like actually doing adult things now. Going to the doctor. <laughs> Going to the doctor. I haven't got the last. I guess we should just start this podcast. Okay, I'm gonna just start it like. Yes. That. We're gonna okay. start like that. Welcome back, guys, to the 25th episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. podcast. <laughs> probably, I'm probably gonna start this like a little bit earlier because we started a conversation <laughs> before this. Um, but what was I getting at? How you uh, don't go to the dentist. Oh, yeah. Don't, I haven't been to the dentist in like five, six years. And I haven't gone to the doctor since my crash, which happened uh, in the winter. It wasn't, it was, it was, a, it was like, yeah, it was a crash, honestly. Mm. But like in the middle of the winter storm, it was the same day that I made the news for, I think I mentioned it in like a previous podcast where I made the news for getting into a crash and they found me at the, uh, you know, collision center. Yeah, like what? I was walking outside checking the damages and they're like, hey, would you like to answer the questions? Like, I've been here for six hours. I might as well. Because there's what? so many crashes that you have to wait there for like six Can hours. Can I search this? Um, oh, I have I have a screenshot somewhere. I don't I know where it see is. This. Why have I never heard of this? Also, really? I'm like legit sweating now. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this was Sada's idea for both of us wearing the same sweater today. Yeah, so I, I deeply, deeply regret Yeah, it so now. if you're sweating, I'm good. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with it fine. Shout out to extrovert, you know, yeah, working know, right? their head of hoodies today. <laughs> Got to support our Hattery, uh brands out there. Um, well, brands made by Hattery's out there. Uh, what? Is he? I think so. 
No. I don't know. I don't know. Are yeah. you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, but what was I getting at? Yeah. So I got into that crash, and I was on my. I don't know. Maybe I took it as like a bad okay. omen, but like I was on my way okay. to the doctor. Are you not okay? <laughs> Do you want us to I'm stop? Listening. I'm listening. I'm just like, do you not see me like profusely? Nah, sweating? you're fine. I can feel it. You but probably I'm just feel it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I was literally on my way. I was two minutes away from the de- from the doctor to get yeah. my first checkup in like five years. Oh, and that's when you got into the crash. And that's when I got into the crash oh, because shoot. like I left work early. Yeah, I had the company car too while I was driving, and like we never. Okay. I guess we didn't do enough maintenance on the tires, oh. so they were kind of balding at that point. And this is in the middle of a snowstorm. Did so, you not have winter tires? Uh, no, they use all seasons. Oh. Yeah. So as I was driving, like, mm. you know, there's a red light. I, I, I press the brakes. I'm like, oh, that's funny. It's not stopping. And I <gasps> press the brakes again. Oh. Still not stopping. Oh, my God. And then I like, at that point, you, I did what you're not supposed to do. I slammed on the oh, brakes. Shoot. You're supposed to like pump it, no? Yeah. Oh. And, and because I did that, at that point, it just turned to skates. And it just started really, oh, shit. I was oh. like, no, no, it's all good. Oh. And then it started just going off. Someone else get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it just started sliding for like 30 feet. Because oh, at this point, I was being like really cautious, right? Weren't you screaming? I would have been screaming the entire time. Uh, no, at that point, I was like just holding my breath and just oh trying to like God. stop it, right? And my idea was to start turning the wheel to at least go onto the other side of the street so I don't oh, hit the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but my car was on is basically on skates. It just started sliding sideways a little oh, bit. Oh, shoot. And I almost made it. I almost yeah. made it because it started like shifting a little bit. Yeah. But I hit like the back corner of the lady's um, mirror was on her car. Was she driving or something too? No, or? she was stopped at the light too. I was oh. trying to stop. Oh. But it just wouldn't stop. Oh, shoot. Because it was black ice under it. Yeah. Right? It was a, it was a layer of it was black ice and a layer of snow on top of it so you oh, couldn't no. tell and then i hit her and i felt so bad but she immediately like she got out of the car she started screaming at the top of her lungs at she you? was freaking out yeah because i guess she she said she was on her way to like her daughter's like recital or something like that okay, so she chill. started freaking out like just swearing i'm like i'm oh sorry man i don't know what to do and i was i was super calm i was like yeah it's all me you know it's yeah. like what can i do um and then she started freaking out. She calls her husband and we pull off. Like there was a gas station right next to us. Mm. We pull off to the gas station. Um, she's like still kind of trying to freak out. She's freaking out, but she's slowly calming down. And, mm-hmm. and her husband got there. He was like totally chill. He's mm. like, oh, yeah, I see what happened. Okay. We exchanged like the information or whatever. And mm-hmm. like the car was the whole front corner. of My car was like destroyed. I don't know. They made this. Van? They made this like, van out of like. How did that like, happen? Paper mache. <laughs> Cause it was it was completely <laughs> ripped out the Did corner. Did you hit her hard, or was it like a little tap? Um, it was probably harder than I actually thought it. Yeah, it was mm. it was pretty hard. It wasn't. Okay. It was like going at like twenty kilometers per hour. Okay, which yeah, is you, yeah. yeah. And and her, thankfully, like their car wasn't crazy damaged. Like mm. literally, all it did was pop out the light from their car. Oh. And like the actual whole thing came out. I don't know how. It just like cracked a little bit of the actual plastic on there. Oh. But my car was completely just oh, crushed in the corner. But it was still able to drive. Like yeah. it did, it, it hit hard enough to where it pushed into my tire oh. on my front. And it was kind of grinding against that. But I was yeah. able to kind of like kick it and make oh it loosen it up so it would not touch the tire anymore. Yeah. And then I just drove it to the collision center. 
I, I went in there and I and I knew the moment I stepped in there and I mm-hmm. saw the number and I mm-hmm. saw my number that I had to get. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be here a while. But I didn't know how long it was going to be. Yeah. Because I thought, okay, maybe one, two hours, three hours, that kind of thing max. Mm-hmm. I was there for six or seven hours. That is insane. Yeah. And. That's actually crazy. I don't know how I even passed the time. Like, I had my phone on me, of course. Yeah. I was just using that. I was kind of talking to my work, like telling him exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, And this was my second crash in a van oh, oh, the company car i mean oh, the first one wasn't my fault that one um just kind of like divert a little bit i was driving the funny thing is mm-hmm. when i got into my first crash it was literally the day we were leaving to um uh philadelphia for the dota for the lessons for oh the, uh, were you like dropping the convention? car off or something yeah so i was driving to i think to, like pick up or drop off something and then yeah. i was gonna drive it from there to work and drop it off and then come back right but as I was driving, like there was someone coming or, you know how uh, I was driving on the main road and mm-hmm. there's like neighborhood roads on the side. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's someone waiting in one of those roads to merge into the main road. Mm-hmm. And he was only looking one way. Oh, shoot. And he never looked like the way that you were coming the way that from? I was coming. Right. So as I was passing, he started pulling out right away and he hit me from the side. Like he oh, teamed me shit. as I'm driving forward. So, of oh course, when he hits God. me from the... It was near the back. So, he hit me from there. The, my whole car spun. Oh, my it God. It spun, like, two times. It jumped the curb. It ripped through a fence. Oh, my God. And was I it literally, winter also? Oh, yeah, it was winter, uh, right? It was winter, but there was no snow at this point. Okay. It was before the snow started. Okay. And um, my car literally, like, spun two times <gasps> and sat in, like, someone's driveway, <laughs> like, pointing <laughs> towards the street. And I'm, like, sitting there. All b- <laughs> Airbags are off. I'm, like... Okay, I got out of the car, looked at the damages. I was like, that's definitely a (laughs) (laughs) write-off. And then then at that point, I was like, okay, I got to go and check on the guy just to see how they are. He hit you. Yeah, but like, I was fine. You should have been limping out of there. No, I was fine. I felt bad for Mm. them because Mm. the girl was being dropped off by her dad to like, she was going for an exam. And I felt so bad because you know when you're waiting, when you're going for an exam, you got to make it on time, right? And they're Mm -hmm. like, she's not freaking out, but like you could tell they're shaking up. And I looked at his car and the whole front of his car is like ripped off. Oh my God. That's the thing they tell you about crashes like, uh, or they don't tell you about crashes. Like when they happen, it it happens so quickly. You don't have like time to react to it. Yeah. And I don't know if you're still in shock, but at the end, like I was, once I found out I was fine, I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Where's my phone? And I started like looking for my phone. Like I didn't yeah. freak out or anything. Maybe everybody reacts differently, right? Right. Um, but like, maybe it's my life attitude. But generally, I was just like perfectly fine. I was like, okay, this happened. That's where you and I are different. I absolutely, mm-hmm. especially while the car is spinning, I would have been yeah. screaming. <laughs> <laughs> but when the thing is that, like, I would I was going so fast yeah. and I the crash happened so fast, mm. I didn't even realize what happened at first until like I saw where i was yeah and then i looked at like my trail that i came i was like how did i i hit the curb i hit the fence i ripped through the fence and like uh i felt bad because the the landlord of that area who had the fence he's like so who's gonna pay for my fence right i felt so bad and he called me like two weeks later being like hey uh so i never heard yeah it wasn't my fault it's like i'm sorry man i it was not me right you gotta contact the other guy he's like okay and then like six months later he finally got it repaired i don't know how who paid for it maybe the guy paid for it because he's literally from that neighborhood yeah. he can't run away right exactly <laughs> um that sucks yeah but that's what was i getting at you were telling me about like, so like it was your second crash oh yeah that was my so second was crash and i mentioned like how i got in the news because of the first the second <laughs> crash where i was waiting outside just mm. like 
it was snowing in the middle of a snowstorm and guys like hey would you like me on the news or would you like to answer some questions like <laughs> so sure random. made it on there and i got a few people sending me messages from like instagram oh, saying really? hey you know, i saw you here that kind of thing but it was interesting for sure and um I think, uh, oh, yeah, so we should probably start the actual podcast now. No, I think we should. Because <laughs> I kind of jumped in between there. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I know we already said it, but welcome back, guys. <laughs> this is episode 25. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we're um, a quarter of the way there to 100, which is probably, <laughs> we're halfway there to 50. I don't uh, know what our goal is, really. I don't think we have, like, a specific goal. You know, it's going to be on. We're just going to. We're just going to keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, we're just going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Until y'all it. stop listening, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When y'all are like, we're tired of you guys, then we'll stop. Yeah. Or we might keep going. Who knows? Yeah, honestly, we do this for fun. We do this for ourselves. Exactly. Honestly. Okay. So you, you can, you know what? You said you had something. You never told me what it was. So just tell me what you had for you today. You can read it. Oh, I can read it? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> this is my reading voice, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's your reading voice. <laughs> Does anyone read like that when they read something? It's like you're not really saying the word, but you're just kind of like mouthing it. Yeah, it, mumbling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so let the audience know exactly what we're reading. Here. Okay, so you know, one question that I actually get quite a bit from mm-hmm. people is like, "How do you guys come up with your topics?" Mm-hmm. Um, and so, honestly, it's it's random. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the week we find inspiration from our day-to-day lives and mm-hmm. um amir will d- jot da- jot things down i will jot things down sometimes we will like pre-plan it where we message each other about it um, but most of the time it's kind of like we just surprise each other the day of mm-hmm. <laughs> just bring it up basically um this week you know something that i i often think about not often think about but it's it's definitely something that i have learned recently Ugh. one second I'm gonna call you back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it's a concept called uh, destination happiness? Uh, do you know what that is? Have you heard of that before? No. You haven't. Destination happiness? Mm-hmm. Nah, it sounds like some hippie stuff. Not necessarily. <laughs> so you know, I, I looked into it because I'm mm-hmm. like, what is that? So it's essentially when you um, give your happiness a destination. Like mm-hmm. I will be happy when I'm doing this, or when I reach this goal, or when. I am with this type of person or when mm. I make this much money. Actually, you know what's funny? I, I'm reading a book. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, I wish I had it on me because mm-hmm. I'm forgetting the name. Um, but it actually had like a very similar chapter where it's like, um, what is enough for you, basically? Mm-hmm. And it was it's more like in relation to money because mm-hmm. you know how people like they're always in drive for money. It's like, what is right. enough for you? What, mm-hmm. What's your goal kind mm-hmm. of thing? Yeah, but I, okay, so I, maybe I've heard of like something similar, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, I don't know about you, but like for me, I know that for a while now, like, uh, not now, but for a while, I definitely, I was like, you know, I don't know, is it called practicing mm-hmm. destination happiness? But I did that to myself where mm-hmm. if I wasn't content in my current situation, I would tell myself things like, oh, I'll be happy when I achieve this mm-hmm. goal or whatever I was working towards. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Um, and then what that made me realize when I was reflecting on that is like, then you're you're literally not enjoying what you have in the moment, mm-hmm. which is so true because now when I look back at like old photos or whenever I'm reminiscing, I look back now, I'm like, wow, that was such a great time. But I remember my thought process in that moment mm-hmm. during that time where I was so unhappy and mm-hmm. constantly looking forward to like another mm-hmm. 
you weren't living in the moment essentially exactly mm-hmm. exactly and i wasn't being like grateful or you know um, happy with what i had in the moment which mm-hmm. It's so bad. Like mm-hmm. you're not living, you're not actually enjoying your life for what it is at that time. Cause tomorrow is really never guaranteed. You know exactly. what I mean? So if you're constantly thinking about, you know, your next step and you're not thinking about the present, mm-hmm. what, what, what's the point, you know? Yeah. Cause nothing is probably, well, tomorrow is not promised. That's it's for not, sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you might as well take advantage of the time that you have right now. We live in the moment, right? Yeah. And then, and then I, you know, I was kind of like thinking about it even further and I was, you know, this was my the second point that I had mm-hmm. here where you kind of have to have a balance between being happy, content with what you have now, but also being okay with striving for more. Like mm-hmm. it's okay to to work towards your goals. Yeah. But you should never have that mentality of like, well, I'm not happy with what I'm working with right now, but when I get to step fifteen, I'll mm-hmm. be happy. Yeah. You know, like you shouldn't do that to yourself. And it's a lot easier said than done, of course. Like sometimes when we're stuck in our ways, like mm-hmm. you don't know any better, right? You kind of have to retrain your your mind and, mm-hmm. and your like how you pretty much look at your whole yeah life and all of that. So it's that was like something that I recently kind of had to implement in your life. It was like an epiphany. It. I was yeah. like, oh my god, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I should stop that. <laughs> I had a very similar epiphany. Mm. Well, earlier in my oh not too long oh yeah a little bit earlier in my life but Mm -hmm. like you know how a lot of your goals are set by other people when you're younger right like your parents we always talk about that how our parents are telling stuff so i had that same idea where i'll be like um if i graduate and get like a diploma or degree Mm -hmm. then i'll be happy because they'll be happy and proud of me that kind of thing right and then once i got that it's like okay now they put another goal in front of you they're like you'll be happy when you're when you have a nice job Mm -hmm. okay and then you finally get that job it's like you'll be happy when you start making this much money in that job Mm -hmm. and then you start in the goal just the goal just keeps moving yep so you never really get to that point where you feel content and happy in your in your in your life yeah right? yeah and it can be a very vicious cycle right because you know. never really reach that goal and it leaves you feeling i like don't know empty, empty yeah, and depressed because yeah. you're like so when am i ever actually going to reach this goal when am exactly. i gonna be happy and then from the outside looking in like i might look like say i'm a stranger mm-hmm. and i'm like wow amir has it all mm-hmm. and i'll come to you like oh my god like tell me how did and you're in your mind like that's i feel like that's where imposter syndrome may come from too yeah. because other people that are looking into your life from the outside they don't see what you feel on the inside Mm -hmm. like while you're feeling empty depressed unaccomplished Mm -hmm. people only see like the highlights right so they're like wow like you're so amazing like look at all these things that you've done yeah um so it's so interesting how it all works that way um i've always found that interesting and i sometimes catch myself like if i'm I don't want to use the word idolizing someone, but if I'm like looking up to someone and I'm like, wow, their life is so amazing. I also Mm -hmm. have to like stop myself and think, okay, I only see like 5% of what their life actually is. Mm -hmm. If I look at my own life, sometimes I'm like, you know, based on what I put out online or what I tell people, it might be like, you know, a certain percentage of my entire life. Right. So Mm -hmm. to them, they might be like, wow, Sada's got it all. But really, I don't. yeah <laughs> i'm struggling just like everybody else so and that's, that's pretty much like a majority of the situation for a lot of people mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. even the people who do have a lot of the things mm-hmm. that you would want in your life that you feel are your goals or you feel like they have nothing to complain about yeah they also are going through certain through certain things sorry of course, <laughs> of course. yeah yeah like yeah. there's there's privilege you know mm-hmm. where and i feel like this whole thing of having privilege kind of makes people 
afraid to speak up about whatever they're going through mm-hmm. because they're like, well, if I'm in a privileged position, I can't speak up. Yeah, it's, it's like that meme from back in the first world problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but like they still are problems. Yeah, you know? I'm not. Um, this isn't like someone acknowledging that they are going through something isn't. Um, it's not taking away from someone else's issues, you know? Yeah, because it's all relative to your environment, Yeah, right? Of course, like, of course. We, this is where we live. This is all we know. We've yeah. grown up in this, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And every human feels the same emotions. We feel sad, yeah. happiness, and all that. Yeah. And it's all in relation to what we know and, and what we've grown up with. Right. So just because it doesn't seem um, as important or even relevant to someone who maybe grew up in a third world country where they're mm. dealing with more... I don't know, um, life threatening or third world problems, <laughs> life, like life or death situations. Yeah. Uh, of course, those in the general scheme may seem a lot more or are a lot more um, important mm. in the general scheme. But like in your day to day, what we're dealing with is just as important because we're all trying to just be happy. That's the goal for all of us. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I I absolutely agree. And I think that you know, if, if everyone like I, I'm sure, you know, there are there have been times growing up when I'm complaining about something and my mom will be like, imagine if you grew up in Ethiopia, for example. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, well, I can't imagine it because I haven't. I didn't. Exactly. I didn't grow up there. So yeah. I don't know what it's like, you know, like mm-hmm. you go on vacation and then your family does their absolute best to accommodate you. And personally speaking, every time I go there, mm-hmm. even though the living standards aren't the same, which honestly it is now. I feel like if anything, they probably live better than we do, like our family mm-hmm. members anyway. But just throwing you're that out there. You're gonna get some slack for that. I know, or you're I know. Some, uh, because I know my mom's that. gonna be like, "Why are you making this sound like?" <laughs> so I had to throw that disclaimer out there. They they do, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying from what we are used to here, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. But whatever works for you works for you, mm-hmm. and I think that because it's different, you know. Do you ever have that mentality where you're like, "I'm just gonna put up with this now" because I know I'm going home in like a few weeks. <laughs> Oh yeah. I do that. Actually, I've, I, because I've never, I haven't been to Ethiopia in like twelve years, so I haven't. No, had but like even as a like kid, that. like weren't you ever like, while you're there? Mm-hmm. Aren't you like, like I'm just gonna put up with this because I know that in in four weeks I'm going home. I think we had different situations or oh, different okay. uh, experiences when we were in Ethiopia. Probably, we probably <laughs> did, but you know, yeah, we definitely did from the stories I've heard from you. That <laughs> we definitely had different experiences. I think so, mm-hmm. but you know, all but in I, all, I understand what you're trying to say. You get it? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, if I knew that I was stuck there indefinitely, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I would have been a lot more dramatic about mm-hmm. it. You know, like get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> But then, but then, if you did stay there indefinitely for a longer time, I would time, have adapted. Yeah, you would have adapted, and, yeah. that, and a lot of people adapt. Like that's the thing. Okay, so there are people in a third world country. Like mm-hmm. they, they live there. Mm. Uh, let's say they live there for uh, a majority of their um, developing life, like mm. up to maybe twenty, seventeen, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they've had all those ne- like very hard experiences back there. But then they move here. But then when they move here, over time, because mm-hmm humans we're, we're a forgetful creature we forget <coughs> a lot of things right absolutely so you they will find themselves and i've seen this people will find themselves maybe they start living here for another 10 it might not even take that long maybe five years they start to feel like we do they start to complain about the things that we do even though mm. if you go back to them 10 years earlier and you tell them that they would be complaining about these certain things when they're yep. in their first world country yep. they'd be like nah that would never be me i would always be grateful for just being there because they're they don't know what it's, it's like. It's all relative to your environment. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, you, you, yeah, we forget yeah. about the past sometimes. Like a lot of our parents, they start complaining about the same things we do. But I know. 
sometimes when like when I've gone with my mom, when I've gone with my dad, yeah, like y'all were born here. Exactly. Why are you complaining? Exactly. <laughs> you know, because you get used to a certain lifestyle, and then you yeah. have different problems. Absolutely. No, yeah. I, I, I always found that funny, um, and I've called them out on it too, and they mm-hmm. kind of they're just like whatever, like mm-hmm. you know, we've lived longer in Canada than we did in Ethiopia. Yeah. So. Exactly, but it, it brings up that that uh you can always bring that back to and be like if you lived in our situation you would mm. be complaining about the same things that we complain about right so i mean i think they they know that now yeah and yeah. they even like the way that i see it when you grow up in a certain environment you get used to that right so mm-hmm. you get used to the struggles the successes the lifestyle everything mm-hmm. if you take someone from doesn't it doesn't have to be ethiopia from any third world mm-hmm. country oftentimes they their way of living is so different than yeah how we are here for example like mm-hmm. obviously we only know canada toronto specifically mm-hmm. i feel like your day-to-day life here is so much more fast-paced mm-hmm. than it is in like any other part of the world exactly <laughs> you know so um i don't know if they would unless unless you're someone who likes the fast-paced lifestyle mm-hmm. if you're used to living somewhere where you're like very laid back and relaxed mm-hmm. and kind of just going with the flow you would absolutely huge culture shock if you yeah. come here you know exactly so I mean, I guess it just depends on the situation, but mm-hmm. and it helps to have to be able for us to go back mm. and for them and for them to also come here because mm-hmm. they we both get to experience those different lifestyles mm. and at least we can maybe have some more sympathy for what each of us are going through in a Absolutely. way, right? Yeah, um, it might be harder to kind of see it when you're coming from a third world country to a first world country. Yeah, um, because it takes a little bit more time to see those little cracks in the actual social cr- structure. Like Do you, you feel have to like be here for longer because, mm-hmm. like out here, there's less uh, of an emphasis on community and like not community, but there's less emphasis on like we're in a very individualistic exactly, society. Exactly, sort it's of. very individualistic out here uh unlike back home where like you might be eating with your family every day yeah uh you're always talking and sitting around if you're always around your family your Mm. friends all that kind of thing because you're usually around in the same area yeah for the most part right yeah um so if they were if they can experience that then maybe it'll make them sympathize a little bit more but maybe we're getting a little bit off topic here i'm not (laughs) sure yeah (laughs) um but yeah no that's that's actually a very like good point another point mm-hmm. that i kind of had relating to this sort of mm-hmm. topic of destination happiness is like relating it back to like what we believe in so you know islam teaches you to be uh, grateful and content with with what god has given you mm-hmm. of course there you know when we make dua when we pray for something and we're asking god to bless us with something that's something good in our religion like you know mm-hmm. we're encouraged to do that yeah. um, that being said if you are like someone who's not happy with your current situation for whatever reason you can you can still ask you can make dua you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, make dua that allah relieves your situation mm-hmm. um, but at the same time you shouldn't dwell in the state of being ungrateful mm-hmm. because that'll take away from like the quality of your life like you won't be enjoying it yeah you know and i know it's easier said than done it's not something that you can just like snap out of yeah and you might not even realize that you're being ungrateful like yeah uh, Let's say, for me, example, like, let's say I um, was able to work hard and, like, get this really nice car that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, like, I did start posting. Everything. I did this. I worked mm-hmm. hard to do this. Uh, no one helped me. I came from the ground up, you know, started <laughs> from the bottom, all that kind of stuff. Not, 
also giving thanks to the fact that you were given the ability to even move and wake up and do all these things and by you're you're able Allah. to work to make that money to buy that car. exactly yeah. and he, mm-hmm. you were, you were uh, granted the sustenance to be able to yeah um live and do those things mm-hmm. and and reach those goals right exactly um so yeah it's it, it's in small things and also bigger things that we have to remember to be grateful for yeah and i think that's it's a it's a really big reminder and i think that i can't remember if it's a hadith or Mm -hmm. not a shirk okay so don't (laughs) don't be like but i know that there's this uh advice if you want to call it that Mm -hmm. where when it comes to like worldly dunya matters Mm -hmm. it's always encouraged to look at someone who is or compare yourself to someone who has less than you because then that makes you more grateful for what you have Mm -hmm. um and you don't like you know it reminds you like this is you know you're not striving to get more because you know that you like it humbles you i guess if you kind of think about it but when you're looking at it in a religious standpoint in terms of uh your religiosity how much knowledge you have always uh look uh to those who have more knowledge than you for inspiration Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like strive to be like them Mm -hmm. um so i always like that was something that i learned so long ago and it always kind of stuck in my head Mm um and so now anytime like i'm comparing myself i know we always talk about like yeah how we shouldn't compare and we shouldn't mm-hmm. but in some instances where it's inevitable and it happens um i the way that i see it or the way that i kind of catch myself in those moments is if i'm being ungrateful and it's not always easy to catch right like sometimes it's if you're just in your head mm-hmm. and you realize like you know what i'm i'm complaining a lot mm-hmm. for this situation and then i think about what about, you know, oh, I know someone who has it like this or like they're mm-hmm. not doing so great. Like I should really be thankful for what I have in the moment. And it kind of makes you, it, it like grounds you. It almost like brings you back down to earth after your head is like swelled up a little. Yeah. You know? and, and there's always going to be someone who's in a, I guess, a lesser situation than you are. Mm. And to have that in mind really does help to be like, okay, you know, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. You know, that being said, though, mm-hmm. one thing I don't like, and I've seen this happen online is like, if you're let's say like you're venting to me about something mm-hmm. i don't like when someone goes oh there's people dying kim you oh know yeah that mean? yeah yeah sometimes <laughs> like, you just need to let people yeah like what uh, we were just saying like a couple minutes ago yeah, yeah like your experience is your experience like mm-hmm. i hear you i feel for you like whatever you feel is valid mm-hmm. it doesn't like just because there's someone else who ha- is suffering more than you doesn't take away from what you're feeling in this moment exactly you know? yeah so like i don't like when people do that yeah, it's best at that point to let that person <coughs> cool down. Mm. And then if you feel like it would be beneficial to them, maybe advise and be like, hey, you know, I know you're going through a lot. There, yeah. uh, there are other people there who you might not even have to say it like that way. You don't have to say it that way. At least advise them in a way that you can maybe ease their mind and make Sometimes them realize that, you know what, it could be worse. Yeah, like or worse. just once they've processed their emotions, mm-hmm. like you kind of... Because sometimes, you know, a situation might take place. And I know you're really good at doing this mm-hmm. where like I'll be like screaming my head off and like telling mm-hmm. you something and you're just you let me finish. Mm-hmm. And then once I've like calmed down, you'd, you'd be like, you know, like you you really bring me back down to earth when you're mm-hmm. like the problem isn't as big as you think it is. Like mm-hmm. you're in your head like you need yeah. to just. And then when I realize I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. Yeah, I had a similar situation yesterday because like uh, um, should I just say? Yeah, so we had a we had like a little get together oh yeah <laughs> and i'm a person who really likes to be punctual mm. and on time mm-hmm. 
and uh like 30 minutes before i was like okay it seems like you know <laughs> a lot of people might not be here and i and i myself started to get a little bit more actually i was like okay we just gotta make sure and i was like calling up people like <laughs> realizing how actually and then i had to catch myself at one point mm. and i was like you know what it's not the world's not gonna end it's mm-hmm. not as bad as it really is mm-hmm. And like I had to even call back people and be like, I'm sorry, man. I didn't even call. <laughs> I literally like when the person came, I like hugged them. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to get agitated towards you, right? Because you have to realize at some points when you're maybe overreacting situation mm-hmm. or uh, making something bigger than it really is, right? Yeah. So uh, it's good to try to catch yourself in those moments. And, and I mean, it, it worked out. Like we literally all got exactly. There. And that's why I was like, you know, what? I was overreact for no reason. It worked out. I mean, I we don't have to keep this part in, okay? I no, no, keep it in this. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's probably because of what happened the day before. What happened? Oh, that like thing? we were so late. Remember? Oh, that's fine. No, but I'm like for me. Yeah. Like I had PTSD because of that because, like you and I mm, came home at a mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. We planned to do something at a certain time, and we were like four hours, uh, three hours behind schedule. Mm-hmm. Oh you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So I can, I can, I understood why you were saying that, mm-hmm. but I also like. I it compounded on itself. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And I like I also knew that like mm-hmm. I was gonna make it there on time. Yeah. Sometimes when you're when you like one way to I guess bring yourself back or reel yourself back in after you're kind of having a little bit of a mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um is to Oh, I lost my train of thought. Damn it. And we're back, guys. Oh, Side for, I got okay. it, I got <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, what I was trying to say was did you forget again? No, I got oh, it. Okay. <laughs> One way, like, the, uh, you know, for me to reel myself back in is mm-hmm. to remind myself, like, I can't, like, stop reacting to things that I have no control over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I physically can't do something to change the situation, stop reacting. Like, don't overreact. I mean, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's just. Yeah. If you have no control over what's happening, then. Yeah what's the point in reacting because at that exactly. point it's out of your control right exactly so you kind of just have to let things mm-hmm. play out and yeah whatever happens, happens. whatever happens happens exactly yeah. it wasn't meant to be it wasn't meant to be you know it is what it is <laughs> it, 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 it is, is what, what it is, is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god did you have another point on there no that was my last point that was your last point yeah. okay so I, I feel like you always bring like the most like heavy topics of mine are like <laughs> getting old cutting <laughs> off <laughs> getting old <laughs> okay so no no but like i was gonna open with this but like i like okay i recently hit you know the, the big two nine you know after my birthday came and like i already started feeling this way and i feel like all the people who are older than us are gonna be like shut up amir yeah, they definitely are <laughs> yo but i have been feeling it man like do your bones ache when you wake up li- literally What's like, it like being 29 because i can't really oh, calm down sada you <laughs> i'll see you in a month okay <laughs> <laughs> but no because i think it's because i started working out at an early age like i was already putting my body through it mm. but like recently also, are you saying it's not good to work out y'all heard it no, here no, no, first no, 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 no. it's because i'm I do, like, here no i do powerlifting which is which is like mm. generally a super like rigorous it's really hard on your body especially if you don't stretch properly which i don't do enough mm-hmm. like I, I need to start getting to yoga for real it's and really good i like it I actually was going to do it today, too. I I, I got lazy, okay? Mm-hmm. But um, so my body is already, like, my shoulders have been bad. My knees, I'm doing that thing where, like, when I'm trying to sit down or get up, I'll go, 
help make noises as I'm trying to get up and down. Can you cro- can you sit with your legs crossed? No. Well, like I, I can sit with my legs crossed, but my hips really give me issues. Dang. Like I can't open my legs as much. He's gonna have to get like a hip replacement when he's for like real. 50. Honestly, <laughs> no. But it really hit me Inshallah, like recently. I was like, damn, am I like really destroying my body? Am I really getting old now? But it just really scared me. That's what I was trying to get at. I was gonna mm-hmm. open up with that one. It wasn't really a big thing, um, but. I feel that way too. Don't worry. What you too, right? There are times where, like, at what point? Know. At what point mm-hmm. can we can we like uh, confidently say, you know, we're getting old? Honestly, though, your thirties are your prime. Thirties are your prime. Yeah. I feel like people say that now, like, because no, no, they it's really kind of shifted. If you think about it, it used though, to be the twenties. No, okay, maybe when our parents' generation, mm-hmm. but nowadays the way that uh, this generation is going, like millennials. A lot of us, our lives really start at 30, you know? Yeah. The 20s are they're the ghetto. Okay, let's just be real. I, th- I feel like because ghetto. I feel like the age of the internet has kind of like shifted things. Yeah. And when you're 30, you're more, I, I think it relates to just um, that self-identification. Mm-hmm. Like you're more mature. You most likely, you know, have your own thing going for you, whether mm-hmm. it's your career, a family, a house, mm-hmm. a car, whatever, whatever your thing is, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas in your 20s, in your 20s you're kind of still figuring it out yeah well well the thing okay so i feel like our generation was like an experiment we were an experiment we were experimentally in in the sense of like the internet mm. growing up with the internet because if you mm. think about it the internet really became a thing when we were getting to those development year develop develop developmental years <laughs> <laughs> I really need to slow down my talk. I'm going to start slowing down after this. I realize that when I'm listening back to these things, Mm. I need to start slowing down, you know, take it easy. Yeah. So, yeah, we started growing up when the Internet was new. It was a baby. And this is such a like revolutionary thing. And we were just given it with no like restrictions. It's only now really that they're starting to add all these restrictions like that with YouTube mm-hmm. and Facebook and Instagram social and all these media things. In social general. media in general. Mm-hmm. They're really starting to like cramp down it, but we got it like raw. Yeah. And because of that, we had to kind of figure it out ourselves mm-hmm. on how to like traverse the internet, like how to use social media. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the millennials, we developed how to use social media and now like the gen xers and the what are the gen z's or whatever the younger ones are what's the generation after who's gen x is it is or is it no gen x is i think before us actually yeah it's Uh, just who's after us gen z gen z yeah so i feel like gen z is now like gen zers because we're canadian gen z i guess so Isn't that Gen ugly? Z. <laughs> nah, that's just I remember I used Z. to have a teacher at school that would always correct me. Whenever I said Z, she'd be yeah. like, it's Z, actually. <laughs> oh Make sure you correct. I know. I would be outside in the park at <laughs> like playing. I don't know why I'd be saying Z. I'd be running around going, Z, Z. <laughs> She's so me. I go, it's Z, actually. That's Make sure you so correct yourself. Ew. I know, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like if you think about it, mm. like. They got to thank us for this, okay? I'm really, like, glowing right here. Especially yeah. after we just talked about gratitude here. <laughs> I know, right? By the way, like, I'm pretty sure the Gen Zers are, like, um, anyone born after 1999, right? I think so. Oh, okay. But um, because we grew up with the internet, we developed, like, mm-hmm. how to monetize the internet. How to uh, mm-hmm. um, diversify your portfolio on the internet. Like, making different pages. Like, I feel like a lot of that was developed by millennials. And now, like, Gen Z is taking that model and just, like... They're running. Running with it. We walked 
so Gen, so Z, Gen could Z, Z could run exactly because <laughs> if you think about it like when when the youtubers and instagrams mm. everything first came out there was no money internet in there was no money in the internet yeah they were right? just doing they were just it. doing it for the fun of it mm-hmm. it wasn't even a career mm-hmm. it was only until maybe like five six no five six maybe no, even like ten. 10 years ago where it became something that could someone could even not even 10 years ago i feel like five years ago is when it became a thing where kids could actually be like, I want to be a YouTuber, oh, like oh, an actual yeah. career. Yeah. Because yeah. even to this day, a little bit, it gets pushed back from like from Hollywood and everything. Mm-hmm. But generally within young people, like being a YouTuber, it can be an actual job now. Like it's an actual full-time thing that you can do. Being an Instagrammer just in general is, is a full-time thing. You know Or just what? being an influencer in general because now influencer, influencers have to diversify just due to how the internet works and how monetizing works yeah. and ads and being able to to get the most opportunities. You have to be in the most places, that kind of thing. I realize that and, and this is like so not in your scope, mm-hmm. but it's an interesting point. Yeah. I realize the importance or I guess um, the shift in how uh, the media looks at influencers when I noticed that a lot of like social media influencers were invited to the Met Gala. Mm, and I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, like that's so normally it's like, you know, it's a high fashion party type of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so they normally just invite like A list ish celebrities. Mm-hmm. So when I see like, I mean, I don't know all of them, but like TikTok stars and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, they got invited to that? Like, yeah. And, and I think when TikTok blew up, like that's. Yeah. Because the thing is at that point, TikTok, you could be no one one day and be like, a, Known around the world the next day yeah and the moment people are so good at it now or, or so like they know how primed, to capitalize yeah they're so primed to be able to take advantage of mm-hmm. social media that mm-hmm. once something blows up yep. they have a manager mm-hmm. they have like a publicist yep. they have deals already lined up yeah like look at uh one example is like the gorilla the glue people, lady huh remember the gorilla glue lady is she making money out here now i'm pretty sure she is i'm pretty well, sure i was she gonna has say own, like, like the most famous or... one which is i think addison yeah. ray on tiktok Honestly, I feel like Addison Rae is just like, her look is just marketable. Like, she's just an all-American Yeah, yeah, she's looking. all-American. I, I, yeah. I think I mentioned that in a few podcasts ago where I was like, if you're like white, blonde hair, <laughs> blue eyes, yeah. like just... It's like our earlier yeah, podcast. Just yeah. Write the check already for yourself Literally. in a year from now, you're going to be a billionaire. Or not a, mil- a millionaire. If you just look like a middle America, yeah, you know, you're Caucasian. Yeah, and, and it makes sense because that's where a lot of the audience is, right? Or if you are a minority with like eurocentric features mm, or you mm-hmm. just look unique you know mm-hmm. you're that token or if it's or if you're like super dark black and <laughs> you always get those people like oh my god like you look like blah blah enter like kufr statement here about how they look like a oh. uh, you know what i'm trying to say right Wait, like a Sorry, oh can i even say that i don't well, know you can say like they said that oh yeah the people would say like they say oh they look like a goddess or mm. they look like an angel or they look like a thing i'm like okay guys you guys are kind of well, i think there's like, a word for it they, where I, I almost feel like they fetishize like when you yeah look, they fetishize it yeah the fact that these people are like so dark skin yeah and because a lot of the people dark skin have like super smooth skin so skin so <gasps> What? speaking of what so you know how we talked about they fetishize uh black people i have to show you yeah. this okay i have to show you this hold on i saw this article on instagram mm-hmm. um i think it was was it from shade room maybe i don't oh Yo, no no, no. It, was, shade room, it wasn't shade room it was gonna be like 30 was, pages down <laughs> no no no. it was this guy mm-hmm. was it this guy um there was this black guy who was missing since august mm-hmm. then they found his body it took the cops three weeks to even identify him because yeah. they literally like disfigured him so bad they sawed off his jaw 
took mm-hmm. out his eyeballs. They literally cut his skull open. Oh my took god! Out his Can brain. this even be put on a podcast? I don't uh. know. Trigger warning. Oops. I guess. Um. Where? Where did I see it? And I was like so horrified because I remember seeing his picture when he was missing back mm-hmm. in the summer. But um, that also <sighs> shows you like the discrepancy between like black and white people. Where remember that girl who went missing, the YouTuber? How that was national news. Yes. And then this guy. People are talking about like there's so many people missing every day. Oh god, These are the two people who get the most. I think it was because of like the, the mystery of it all that really mm. grabbed people's attention because they knew a lot more details about them. But outside of that, it was just crazy how there was so much more emphasis on looking for this one white girl when there's millions of like, in, not millions, but thousands of indigenous people and black people and Absolutely. people of other minorities, minor, minorities who are missing in the country. Okay, so um, th- do you remember this guy when they posted about him? No. Oh, okay. Well, his name is Jelani Day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, or Jelani, I don't know how to say his name, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, see, it's like, I wish he had the same media coverage as Gabby Petito. Gabby Petito, that was the girl who went missing, yeah. Yeah, so it's very like, and then I like I was reading on that, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, how could someone disfigure, like, they took his organs out of his body. Okay, yeah, they definitely, that's, that's. So then they were talking about like organ harvesting and how yeah. that's a thing, and I was like, what? And yeah. then it reminded me. Oh yeah, you never me, watched, you never watched Squid Game, did you? No, but then it I reminded Squid me Game of, since last week, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna get to it, but mm-hmm. uh, Get Out, the whole oh, concept yeah, of it, yeah, yeah, like that was that. Like they, you know, they were. I don't know. If, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't already seen it by now, but mm-hmm. it, it kind of relates to that. Oh no, it's been out, Sada. I think I you can spoil it. Come right, on now, fine, yeah, fine, fine. I'm just. I'm, I'm, if you were gonna watch it, you've watched it by now. I'm just doubting my memory. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't want to see. Oh come on now. <laughs> Do you remember what happened? Or did you watch it? Yeah. Um, where all the white, scene? like in general, how the whole point of the oh movie yeah, where they 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 take the person's body to yeah. use it as like a vessel for their soul or whatever. Yeah, because they. I mean, I, look, mm-hmm. we're we're not agreeing with all of these things. We're just summarizing the movie, but mm-hmm. it's like you know, in the movie, the white people believed that black people had superior genes. Mm-hmm. You know, do we agree with that? No. Yeah, all humans are the same ones. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, um, that's what they believed in the movie. And so they would get these black people, mm-hmm. um, do some kind of stuff, and then basically use their body as a vessel. Mm-hmm. They Remember, like, there was a scene where they're like, oh, I could run faster, I yeah. could do this, and whatever. So yeah. um, that's what it reminded me of. And it was really creepy because I didn't know it was, like, mm-hmm. real. Because they don't think of us, like, they don't think of us as human. They kind of think of you as, like, cattle or some type of product really huh no they're like the, the racists who wow. would do these kind of things they don't think of you as human right just they think they think just like that's the thing that a lot of people forget it's like the people from um there's no difference between the people that lived 400 years ago than the mm-hmm. people that live today mm-hmm. we still all think the same mm-hmm. right like we all can think the same. we all we, st- we all still have the same ability mm-hmm. to think the same way and it makes sense because like world war ii the horrific things are happening there the horrific things are still happening in china yeah the horrific things that are happening all around the world right yeah. we still all have the ability no matter who you are you all have the ability to uh do these horrific things that right. you hear about that may seem like ancient history but are right. really things that are happening even to this day but yeah, yeah. I-, I think people think that they're smarter now because of the technology but we're mm-hmm. not smarter we just have more resources yeah they've, they've kind of um what do you call it again uh They've fooled themselves into thinking that they're more civilized, mm. essentially, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it only takes a few negative circumstances or certain things to happen to you for mm. you to reach 
a state where you ne- you never thought you could be and, and do things that you never thought you could do. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think Squid Game is a very good example of that. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to watch it yeah. this week. And then next week's episode, maybe we'll do like a little bit of a... A recap on it? A recap. I feel like everyone in the world has watched it, so we can spoil it, even if we do recap on it. So yeah, yeah get ready fine. to be spoiled next week. <laughs> it's okay. Everyone who's listening to this now... Mm-hmm watch it for the next episode okay yeah we we'll do a little recap of that exactly <laughs> we should start doing that every once in a while just start recap watch a show and recap it yeah mm-hmm. we'll do that yeah so um what was it what were we talking about i completely we were forgot. talking about um oh we were talking about the internet no yeah we were okay so there's another thing i actually want to talk about the internet so did you hear about the whole whistleblower for facebook i, I think her name was uh francis hogan no well essentially uh remember when facebook went down for that yeah. one day yeah so the same day they say it's not related but i don't know mm-hmm. uh, the same day mm-hmm. uh this lady francis hogan actually came out i think that's how you say your name uh she came out she basically a whistleblower saying like how facebook actually had a hand in um like uh the trump's office or trump's uh election they had a hand in like uh elections that go on around the world and like basically they're manipulating what people see on the internet so they can get more clicks whether it's positive or negative they don't discriminate Mm. if it's if they feel like it's going to get more clicks Mm -hmm. then they will do it no matter what the repercussions are in terms of like the ads that are getting served the ads are getting served but also the posts that people are seeing right and and i i honestly when she came out with this and she's like, they're curating all this stuff towards you. I was like, aren't, isn't everyone aware of this already? I feel like everyone jokes about it already and they're kind of aware of it. Yeah. But then I forget that like, we, we like I mentioned earlier, we grew up with the internet. Mm-hmm. We grew up with the internet. So we kind of saw it develop. We saw them changes that were happening and we were more aware of them. Right. But the people who came in later after it was already developed, like our parents and people in the next generation above us, mm-hmm. like they don't know about all these things they don't realize that like what they're seeing on the internet is catered for them they yeah. don't realize that um uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, posts that they're seeing are it's even based on your interaction based on your interaction mm-hmm. so if you feel a certain way about something mm-hmm. and the internet or not the internet but the algorithm realizes that it's mm-hmm. just going to keep feeding you right those things and it makes sense now or like it, it made sense to me why there are so many like anti-vaxxers why mm. the Trump movement was so big, um, why everybody, um, what do you call it again? There was like so much negative, uh, um, what do you call it? Press against like Asian people, not press, but like actions or things happening to Asian people mm-hmm. around the world when the coronavirus first came out. And the um, rise of like conspiracy theories. Yeah, the too. rise of conspiracies, all of these things. Like mm. when, I, when I'm like, how do these people not see this? How are they not aware that they're just being fed this information and it's being pushed to them because they realize it's going to get more, or Facebook realizes it's going to get more clicks. Mm-hmm. But it also may realize that a lot of people are just not self-aware. They're not aware that they're being uh, manipulated. Yeah, because did if you know not, about all of this? I mean, yeah. Like, how many times have we like joked around about like we've done it before, where mm-hmm. like you know with with our friends and stuff, where we're all sitting in a like we're hanging out, mm-hmm. we'll be talking about something, and then later that night we go on instagram or tiktok and like we get a served an ad about mm-hmm. exactly like what we were talking about so we're yeah. like that's a little weird our phones are listening to us but it, and the thing is that even though we are aware of this and we mm-hmm. know people who are aware of this mm-hmm. there's still people who are aware of it and still being led astray essentially so mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. even though they know that the 
internet or the page on either Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube is going to feed them uh, things that confirm maybe some of their biases. Mm-hmm. They're still going to believe those things and never really take into account what the other side is saying. Yeah. Because they're not seeing the other side. Exactly. And and it, and we it happens to us too. There's times where it's only feeding me like one side of an argument. Yeah. And imagine like I see the other side and then exactly. we talk about it and we're like just and you and you're like trying to pass these information towards mm. towards each other you're like i never heard that yeah. you never heard that yeah. it happens a lot more than we realize even for small things mm. and our worlds are completely different and when it comes to, and i think another sorry i keep like <laughs> adding like sub group onto sub group of this because i tend to ramble she calls like the what i what i say the first name was the african, african ramblers, ramblers. <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's also in pop culture right yeah like there are artists and TikTokers and stuff that we never heard of. And they have millions, billions of plays or follows. Mm-hmm. And we never even heard of them in our lives. And then same thing on the other side. Th- we have like artists that we might listen to or watch on like YouTube or um, and uh, watch you know, movies or whatever. And other people have never heard of them in their life. I was going to tell you something. So mm-hmm. this exact case happened mm-hmm. to me. I was on TikTok and this guy posts a tiktok video mm-hmm. he drives a ferrari and he posted that this girl hit him from the back ah and then she came, yeah i saw this she was yelling at him like oh my god you hit my car mm-hmm. um and he was like laughing at her mocking her and everyone was like why is she getting mad like mm-hmm. she hit him from behind so like it's a rule you yeah, know yeah and then she got footage somehow from like a some the other guy lo- did who no someone else po- posted that the video. guy posted the footage he went he, to the camera of the gas station, but that proved him wrong. No, pr- oh, sorry, you you saw the, f- the this. You're you're already jumping to the last part. The first part is I didn't see the first like I didn't see the the footage from the gas station. Ah, I saw see? the guy's so point sh- of view. Okay, yeah. So I was like, oh my so god, it's literally happening right now. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that video where where yeah. he's like telling her like, why are you getting mad? Like you hit me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, why is she getting mad? What the mm-hmm. hell? And then all the comments are going in on this girl. And then mm-hmm. then like maybe a day later, I see the footage from the gas station where they're both like side by side waiting to turn left or something and the guy came from behind her hit her from the side and then went in front they weren't of her. side by side but he was trying to pass her to kind of go yeah like he left. was like yeah. behind her at first and then he like went to the Around side her, yeah almost hit someone that was crossing the street and so really he actually hit her first yeah so yeah the full story is they're both waiting at the, um, the light. light to turn left mm. he was behind her and maybe she was taking too long or she was maybe waiting for that person who's crossing the street. Yeah. He tries to go around her. He sideswipes her. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls, he turns left and he stops. He breaks. He breaks. And then she drives up behind him and hits him from behind. Right. And the internet at first, he had the advantage because he posted a video from like, the gas station camera showing her hitting him from behind. And that's what the internet first saw. So they all hated on the girl. But then... After that, she came out with the footage showing that before that video, like mm. five, five, six, five, six seconds before that video, he actually sideswiped her. Yeah. So technically, they were both in the wrong because he swipe, he sideswiped her yeah. and she hit him from behind. But he made it look like it was only her. Yeah, and, and that's I, where... <laughs> the comments were like, the internet owes this girl an apology. Exactly. And they did. Yeah, because they were hating on her. Yeah. And, and though they were, even though they were both in the wrong in that situation, mm. the fact that he tried to make it look like it he was, was like only gaslighting her, her yeah. he was definitely gaslighting her. And that shows you how, like, in the internet, it's 
all a matter of perspective. Get, exactly. Exactly. Like we can use the exact same app. Mm-hmm. We'll scroll through the for you page mm-hmm. and we get like two, like we could get the same situation, but two different versions of it. And that's the, the power of social mm-hmm. media and the internet now is everything is so instant. Mm-hmm. It's literally so instant mm-hmm. that like people react before they know the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like scary. there was also that story of remember the guy who was being stopped by the cops and they pulled them out of the car and they had um no his friend was actually still in the car mm-hmm. and uh, the driver was pulled out by the cops and they were like handcuffing him and they were taking like stuff out of his pockets mm-hmm. and the initial video that everyone saw was a guy in the passenger seat he was still in the car he took a video of the cop and it looked like the cop took a baggie mm-hmm. and threw it into the back seat and then picked it up to make it look like mm-hmm. the guy was carrying drugs like he was planting evidence mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, what are you doing? He, the guy in the car was pointing the camera towards the cop. being like, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you trying to plant evidence? Blah, 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 that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's all we saw. Yeah. So at that point, everyone was going off on the cops being like, yo, these cops are defund bad. Defund the police. Yeah, defund the police, <laughs> ACAB. Mm-hmm. They're planting evidence. And then the police like, okay, bet. So they put out their camera footage <laughs> from their chest. And it shows that they take the, they're taking out the guy, the things from the guy's uh, pockets mm-hmm. and it was just an empty baggie he didn't even have anything inside of it oh. and he didn't want to hold on to his garbage because yeah. he's like it's just, just garbage there's nothing in here right so he just threw it into the back seat because it was the guy's right it's mm. his car so he threw it in there and then it, and then at that point you see the interaction from the cop's perspective what you saw on the camera right. and the cop just laughs it off and walks away uh. but it shows you how there's always two sides of the story mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and we just got one side of it and everybody's reacting to that one side so even nowadays like whenever i see something that looks like it, it could, could be like it, it could be um, um a, a cause for a negative reaction yeah a cause mm-hmm. for a negative reaction or you, it doesn't look like you have the full story i just yeah. wait yeah because when you react the right way it just makes you look dumb <laughs> it makes that's the true. internet look dumb right and that's why they say don't assume yeah everyone's just looking forward to being a mob Mm. or not not looking forward to it but they're just looking for something to, or it seems like everybody's just looking for something to be angry at the internet is a mob it's a very mob like yeah. mob mentality yeah yeah like you know the we spoke about this when we spoke about cancel culture mm-hmm. like the internet you know you kind of go with what majority says mm-hmm. or like you know if you only see one point of view of a situation mm-hmm. you're gonna just go based off of that you know there are some who are like critical thinkers that are like well, let me look mm-hmm. at the whole picture yeah and power to you if you do that you know mm-hmm. so and actually sorry this one also makes me really mad because mm-hmm. it deals with someone in the muslim community mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if you remember the dimitri story where oh yeah yeah so yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a girl in dimitri's or not a mm-hmm. girl there was a family in Dimitri's. There was a family, yeah. And uh, the perspective we saw mm-hmm. from the initial video was that the girl was like screaming at the waiter or the waitress. And they were saying, oh, she called us like packies. She like made some like derogatory she said, like, statements. She's not going to serve us because. Yeah, yeah, because we're Muslim and that kind of thing. And uh, it was just super chaotic. And mm-hmm. it seemed like the cops were called on them and that kind of thing. And it was it was there wasn't a lot of information you could go off except for the fact that the girl wrote in the comment like, oh, they trying to be racist towards us and mm. they weren't trying to serve us, blah, 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 that kind of thing. And then it came out that the reason that they were being kicked out was not because uh, they were Muslim or, or anything related to how they looked. Mm-hmm. It was because 
they I think they didn't make a reservation. They weren't wearing masks. They weren't wearing masks. Mm. It was like 20 of them. And it's, and and they have a rule. At that point, they had a rule where like you couldn't put tables together. Oh. So they started moving tables in the restaurant to get like 20 people all oh together. My God. Yeah. And they're breaking all the rules, not being disrespectful at all. Mm-hmm. And they weren't being courteous to any, towards anyone. And at that point, I think like the waitress, like, I'm not going to serve you guys. You're not being... Uh, you're being very disrespectful that kind of right. thing and they're like we're kicking you out of the store right or the restaurant and when we didn't have that side of the story everybody's going off on dimitri's they're telling yeah. them like cancel dimitri's putting that. negative reviews on their page yeah <laughs> and then of course when the real story came out they're mm-hmm. like okay now we just look dumb right yeah and some of these things when people react right away is life destroying for certain mm-hmm. people right like you're mm-hmm. destroying a business absolutely off of inf- when you don't have the full story mm-hmm and uh unfortunately that seems to be like a majority of the case on the internet these days like you get one side of the story and people just react right away and we I need think to start to take it easy and sit back and get the whole story first before we start reacting it's also like you know that couple that family whatever whoever posted that played up on the fact that we're in such a like our time right now we're in such a hypersensitive mm-hmm situ like uh society mm-hmm. where like you could literally offend anyone at this point no, yeah. with what you say right mm-hmm. so um and you know islamophobia is something that's very very rampant still like mm-hmm. people think oh yeah like you know we're accepting of muslims yeah in canada like we recently a couple months ago there was a family that was murdered because this guy literally ran them over mm-hmm. so it's a very sensitive topic here and i think you know if you're a canadian muslim or not you know that islamophobia is something that's like a hot that's what made me so angry about the fact that they tried to kind of uh bank off the fact that there was already this anger towards and apparently that's going on did you know that the the guy the husband or whatever is Mm -hmm. like known to be like some sort of like um not prankster but like those people that do things to get reactions Mm -hmm. online yeah he's like that type of really yeah apparently i don't i've never heard of him before Mm -hmm. but that's the type of stuff that he does yeah so whoever is trying to take advantage of a situation like that where like mm. okay there's there's like this, there's um anger or um the tension within the country when it comes to islamophobia is really big we can take advantage of that is like who are you like it's, it's, it's completely disrespectful to everyone in within our community and just the people of canada in general absolutely mm-hmm. but um but yeah i don't know if i have let me see the other <laughs> the other one was i'm cutting off people when driving <laughs> okay okay so why i wrote that okay the why i wrote that is because mm-hmm. so i drive about uh, every few days i drive to work like i go maybe two three days into in a week i drive to work mm-hmm. and it's a long drive i'm in scarborough mm-hmm. and my office is in brampton oh my which God. is if you Ew. don't know the city that's like literally the other side of the city like near the airport further than the airport actually it's not actually. even in toronto okay, yeah it's not whatever. even in toronto this is this page this channel yeah is brampton slander okay <laughs> i'm just kidding I'm just no kidding. no no, i can't man i still work there okay <laughs> i'm kidding you won't find me but uh because of that i drive a lot mm. and i realize that i do a lot of like weird things i feel like everyone does this like do you what? turn into a different person when you're driving absolutely oh, your, Anyone your glasses are falling out by the way i know i'm like sweating <laughs> like it's so hot yeah i'm sweating too yeah, I, can, <laughs> I can see the sweat <laughs> <laughs> okay what are you saying uh yeah i i'm such a like i'm not really oh my god my glasses are actually fogging up mm-hmm. um i have road rage so you have road rage too right oh my god same like okay 
everyone knows i'm not an angry person i don't get angry very often mm. very rarely i get angry mm-hmm. but if you put me in a car in oh traffic i mean your drive's like a psychopath i turn to a different person for real <laughs> like like if i'm by myself mm. like i'll i'll say things that i wish i i don't think i would ever say like i would get canceled for half the things i say while you driving mother! i feel like i feel like People always try to act like they're like, uh, what's that term? Holier than thou? Mm. What does that mean? Yeah. But you put them in a car on a traffic, on a, a day put with a lot of traffic. Yeah. With a lot of people not using their signals when driving. Oh my God. Then you'll see who the real person is. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, but like I do a lot of awkward things because I'm an awkward person too. Mm. So I do a lot of awkward things. Like, have you ever done this where I'll be driving and I have to like uh, uh, merge into a lane mm-hmm. and you i don't know not emergently i had to exit yeah and you know you don't have enough time but you're like i have to cut this person off do you ever do you ever like i'll cut them off to get in front of them and i won't look back because <laughs> they're you probably like look, i never whenever you do something <laughs> dumb when you're driving i never look into the rearview mirror because i immediately feel like that person is waiting for me to see them so they can start cussing me out from the mirror i get so awkward i start sweating when i'm driving it's the most awkward interaction I can have. I don't have. do that. You don't do that? Because I am like a an anxious driver, mm-hmm. I would say. So if I know that I'm, my exit is coming up in like two exits, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hold the right lane. <laughs> really? For two lane, for two exits? You know why? It's yeah. only because, okay, maybe like one exit. Yeah. But it's, it's mo- mostly because I know that the right lane people are driving slow. Mm-hmm. And like when you signal to switch into that lane, yeah. they'll be like they'll just be histy you know what's mm-hmm. the word for histy in english they'll be uh like they won't let you in they'll be like yeah, like they'll speed up a little i'm like yeah. what are you doing yeah. like you're already going 80 slow mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and do you ever do you ever talk to the drivers too when you're even though they can't hear you like please let me in please let yeah me. exactly yeah. You'd be like please let me in it's like yo bro i'm about to cut you off or like I'll, uh, sometimes i'll be like um um I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I had to do it. You know, I'm sorry. Next time I, you know, it's just how it is. This is what's happening. Like I'll have full conversations with yeah. drivers and they won't be able to see me. And by the way, I'm sweating. Like I'm dripping sweat mm-hmm. right now. I feel, but you mm-hmm. know, there's this thing on the internet now mm-hmm. where, um, people were talking about their experiences with driving and mm-hmm. they're like, when, when someone was following you, like when someone's driving behind you mm-hmm. for an extended period of time and then they finally switch lanes, you're like, why'd you leave? Was <laughs> I doing something wrong? Like, Start forming a relationship <laughs> with a driver behind you. <laughs> you know, like, or like when you're driving and someone from the other lane drives in, you're like, yeah, because I'm going faster, right? And you feel like happy because you're like the leader. <laughs> yeah. I get awkward when I'm so the leader weird. though because at that point I'm like, so do i go faster do yeah. i go slower you can't slow them down you gotta you gotta listen yeah you set the tone for the rest of the traffic exactly you, so. exactly i don't know just uh, driving on the highway can be uh, a, a very frustrating ordeal when i'm driving every day and like do yeah. you ever start driving and you get to your destination and you can't remember half the drive yeah sometimes it's usually when i come to your house usually when you come to because my house I, right i don't need to think exactly when i drive here right? there are certain like, times where i'm not thinking about driving like yeah i'll be like how did i how did i change lanes how did i <laughs> turn all my signals and like did i pass a light do you ever be like did i run some lights because i don't remember doing i don't remember checking for the lights or anything like that it happens if i'm like really zoned out yeah like if it's either really late at night mm-hmm. or if i just like it's i'm driving to a, a place where i drive all the time like mm-hmm. if i'm ever coming here i'm sure mm-hmm. if you're coming to my house like you don't really have to put much thought you don't yeah. you know exactly where you're going like so you're just 
And do you ever feel like dumb? Zoned out like this. Where like you know you have to make a stop halfway, or no, you have to you know you have to like make a detour for a small get something, mm-hmm. but you're so in the zone and you're so used to going to that destination that you just end up driving straight there without taking that detour to whatever spot you're, yeah. spot you're going to. Mm-hmm. You know how many times I've driven people. <laughs> You took them all the way home. Yeah, to your I took own them house? all the way home. <laughs> I had to drop them off at the station. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel so bad because I'll be driving and I'll be like pulling into the driveway, and I look to my left, I'm like, "Oh shit, you're still here." <laughs> you want to come inside? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I've never taken someone like back to my house, mm-hmm. but but why? It happened to me twice, and I'm like, "Why didn't she say anything?" <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they say anything? I think they're like, oh, I thought maybe you were going to get something and leave or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but it's happened more than once at least. Dang, okay, mm-hmm. that hasn't happened to me. Yeah. But. I wish I had a towel next to me. One second. I'm gonna... <laughs> He's the bottom of the green screen. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> First of all, okay. legit water droplets on the screen. Damn, you are so wet. Do you want some of my water? Well, let's end okay. the podcast. Are you okay? You're, you're sweating even more. I'm than sweating more you. now. You know how I say when I profusely sweat when I start sweat. I'm I'm doing that right now. I can like legit. Oh my god, I'm here. This <laughs> new. I'm just gonna end. I'm just gonna end the podcast here. <laughs> Thank you. So <laughs> okay. Are you okay? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You sure? Yeah, I'm good. You're literally, you haven't stopped sweating. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to end it here for the both of us. Wearing these sweaters is such a bad idea. I know. You know what? It like. But shout out to extrovert. Okay. The sweaters are good. It's just yeah. our dumb ideas of wearing it in a It's house. like 26 degrees oh in God. October. But, um, you know, if, if you guys could relate to anything that we were talking about, we would love to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to continue this conversation, <laughs> you know, online. I think eventually we want to do like a question and answer type of thing uh, for a future episode. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that as well. But thank you so much uh, for for watching, for listening, for all of your support. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, you can just search up Cousin Connection Podcast. And anywhere where you can listen to podcasts, we are also available on audio, as we have always been. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, uh, Cousin Connection Pod. Amir was taken. Alisara with two underscores. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, no, no. Three, two, two, Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.